Love is in the air here at the Carnival of Randomness, and maybe that was just dinner last night. I can't really tell, because who knows what love truly is. But as you can tell from the calendar, this coming Thursday is the quote-unquote Feast of St. Valentine or Valentine's Day. And we have some thoughts about that, but we here at the Carnival would like to say Happy Singles Awareness Day. And Rob is here with me. Rob, how are you today? Romeo and Juliet are together in eternity. And Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are undead. Some of you blue valentines. But let's, I guess, get the Valentine's Day stuff out of the way before we get to the real meat of what's going on. I personally think... Created holiday by the greeting card companies to sell shit. Oh, and dinner. Go check this week the menus at restaurants and notice the difference in prices. Oh, notice the difference in prices. Because any excuse to jack shit up, what, 50% or so? Yeah, flowers. Well, and if you look at the religious history, let's do this for a minute, of St. Valentine, although there were several, I think. I don't know that. I I read, I think there was maybe between four and six different people referred to by the name of Valentine, or Valentinus. Didn't they de-saint him anyway? I think so, in the 60s. Yeah, and there is no tie anywhere to love and affection and shitty heart candies to St. Valentine and the original Feast of St. Valentine. I think that more it should be Greg the Hammer Valentine. Yes. Met him. Nice man. And but, we'll be posting things on him on Thursday. But really, that would be more Greg the Hammer Valentine's Day. Yes. Give your sweetheart a figure for a leg lock. Turn it over in the bed. Yes. Well, Ric Flair said that. But anyway, we don't want to talk about Valentine's Day. But here's Maybe an, a little. Maybe a little. But here's an interesting tie-in to what we do want to talk about. If you believe that ghosts are a thing... What would be the strongest thing that would bring a ghost back, and that would be love? So there you go. I've tied Valentine's Day to ghosts, so let's talk about ghosts and have our haunted Valentine's Day podcast. some brands of cheese might bring them back. Well, you know. uh... But the one thing I'll bring up before ghosts is more I think of Valentine's Day. I think of when I was a kid, and my voice is going. Yeah, a little bit. But there, I sound really good. See, I'm haunted for Valentine's Day. And we have a ghost. Hey, speaking of haunted ghosts. We have a ghost ghost. coming in. Keep it rolling. Hello. Yes. Uh Uh-oh. And as you can tell from the woos, Susie's back. How are you, Susie? I'm tired. Tired? I was visited by ghosts and aliens last night. They wouldn't let me sleep. They didn't have to prep for the show that much. Whatever. It's not my fault. I'm a beacon of light. They just keep coming to me. Is that what it is? Sure. I'm awakened. Do you ever do any of the Valentine's Day Massacre shows? I never was asked. We were asked. There were Valentine's Day Massacre shows at the Bug Jar for like 10 years, which were always late because of Megan. As the old joke was, the only time it ran on time, love you, Megan, but uh, the joke was that... It always ran. It always was late because Megan. <laughs> you know, I don't think I'm. I'm. I, I wish I could do garage. I wish. I wish I could, but I have a blues and soul voice, so it's. It just. It doesn't. I don't think it works, with with my vocals. I've tried. I've tried. When I was with the Cheetah Horrors, Liz has got the perfect garage rock voice. Yep. She has the perfect garage, and so does Me- well. Megan can wow. Megan can really sing. You know, I love you, Megan. Coming down to visit you, girl, when I go visit Ariel. Yeah, she'll be so. on here either by phone or by when she's up here sometime. Nice. Yeah, I love that girl. 
But those were the tradition. We used to have VD clinic at the end, which is like a mishmash of vans. Oh, playing Jesus Christ. <laughs> weird stuff. No, he never came down. How do you know? We don't know, but. He could have been in disguise. But we always think for Valentine's Day that it really goes into, when I was a kid, it went into paper mache hearts and being forced to give everybody Valentine's yeah. Day in class. The, everybody has to get a Valentine. It was just starting when I was in school, and it's, you know what? No. I don't want anybody to be my Valentine. I think it's, you know, honestly, what's Thursday? It's it's another day of the week, but I don't it, I think there's way too much build up and how many times have any of us seen it? Oh, I don't need anything for Valentine's Day, but like Yeah. Uh, yeah. I hated Valentine's Day. I I didn't mind giving out the cards. Just my problem was I could never remember all the kids' names. You know, Aspie Susie over here, you know, it was just kind of like I was the weird kid. You know. <laughs> no, I don't believe that. But we think it really ties in well to ghosts and everything. Yeah, because, because like I said, love ties people together. And my go- bloody Valentine. Well, that's my well, that's that's my Valentine's Day tradition is a bottle of scotch and my bloody Valentine. Oh, that's great. Not just the band, but the movie, the first original movie. Yeah, the original Which, movie. Which, for anybody who has not seen it, could you explain it a little bit? Uh, what is it? Uh, the Miner. Was, or, um, there was a mining accident, and it was he was killed on Valentine's Day. And every year, every couple of years, he comes back. And naturally, there's some teenagers that want to go party and make out in the mine, right when the ghost miner comes back and pickaxe and teenagers and seventies and yeah and gore, yeah and scotch. Usually by that time, I'm about a couple in. Yeah, and you know it has the twist. It has the twist. But for watch ghosts- it. Too and everything. You go back, really. It's really a tale of it. It's in literature a lot. Shakespeare and his tragedies and everything. There's plenty of ghostly works in Shakespeare. Oh, tons. From Great Caesar's ghost <laughs> to many others. How about the catacomb ghosts? Oh, what and about Paris? The, oh, what about them? Explain. There are catacombs. Well, the catacombs of Paris are literally built by skulls. That's where they used to bury oh, all of their yes. dead. In the catacombs of Paris, there are miles and it's like 672 miles of, of tunnels, and people get lost in them and never come out. Yeah, as above, is so below. Yeah, same exactly. thing. Oh yeah, yes. that movie. But no, there's they're for real. They're, yeah, they are. They're... I watch all that stuff on YouTube all the time. I don't know if you guys know, but uh, I am a para parapsychologist. Mm. I've studied since I was 19 and had a lot of weird experiences in my life. Sans LSD. Mind you. That you know of. That, well, who knows? What would Timothy Leary say? Well, what are some Nothing of them, though? Dead? You were telling me about a ghost you saw. Or... Oh, I, I grew up in I lived I grew up in Geneseo for a few years, and I lived in a haunted house. And there were four, the four corners of the room, there were these black shadow figures that would fly from one corner to the other. And my brother and I would just, like, call on our heads because we shared the same room. And it was so scary. And I'd be like, please leave the lights on. I don't want them to drive me crazy. And they'd hang over me at the middle of the night. They'd come out of the closet and just stare at me. I don't, you know. Did you ever find a history of the house, if anything happened there? Oh, or? I don't know. Because I wonder if you checked if there was something that happened there or some kind of connection. You, you that... know, I did drive by this house because I do Instacart. So I drove out there and I was, you know, doing some stuff. And I drove by and the house is still up. And it's this old barn. I actually wrote a song about this whole thing. And I'm just, I just need to send these people a letter and ask them if they have anything. Because I, I just want to say to them, I grew up here when I was five to seven. 
and you know, it's, I lied about the age. I don't remember how old I was. I was somewhere in there. And every time I drive by, I still get that ominous feeling. You know, just that ominous feeling. If you saw UFOs that would fly over. This is before the expressway 390 was built. That's how old I am. Well, I know, like, every time my dog freaks out in the woods, I'd be careful. I want to get out. Yeah, absolutely. Also, uh, on when we lived on Kirkland Road, may you rest in peace, Shalanda. Um, uh, the cheetah horse would come over. I lived in this house for about nine years, and that house had a poltergeist in it. And it would knock on all the windows, you know, like, bam, 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 And then it would go upstairs, bam, 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 bam. And then you hear, Susie, Susie. And then the next moment, the stereo starts going off, and somebody's talking. Hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? Hey, what are you doing? Why are you in the kitchen? Yeah. <laughs> After a while, I was like, enough. Look, we live here together. We may as well share the space. Let's get along. And then You we, want a pizza? Well, it, so what are you doing in the kitchen? Making we food? It, we saw it a few times, like, peeking out of the corner of your eye. Go on YouTube and look up at these things. These things are real. And we'd all see it, and it's like, all of a sudden, you'd see it just kind of disappear. It was kind of like a bluish-whitish face type thing. And then you'd uh, see the doors open and close on their own without any wind draft. It wasn't windy days. My daughter and I saw it. My girlfriend, Erin Conheady, and I saw an old man with a hat look at us both, tip its hat, and just kind of disappear. Well, I think poltergeist. Isn't it German for mischievous spirit? Yes. Well, I guess I wonder, well, why do they hang around, if you had to theorize? You know, what what is the point of something that's no longer here, that can transcend, basically, universes? Why would they waste their time just hanging around? Some unfinished business, maybe? See, I don't know. That, I thought that was just like the movie trope. Like, oh, it has unfinished business and it will not rest until such and such. Like, yeah, but... Like, if it won't rest until it, their killer's brought to justice, what if they were killed, like, 200 years ago? Well, there's the a lot of gone. stories about haunted places where, like, uh, the, the, the bedroom in the white where Lincoln died. Poltergeist means noisy spirit. I was close. Yeah, you weren't you weren't far off. Your old German isn't as bad as mine. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's like they say people who go into the bedroom where Lincoln died, they get a feeling. Hmm. Because something that traumatic happened. I read about Jewish folklore that if somebody dies in a house or in a hospital anywhere, you're supposed to open up the window so the spirit can leave the house. So maybe it was cold and, you know, where Lincoln was. Wait a minute. Did Lincoln die in his bedroom? I thought he died right at... No, he was shot at the no, horse shot at They the took theater. him across the street. Yeah. Oh, okay. And he... He lived about nine hours later. Nine he hours. Out to the White House. Yeah, I think he actually. They got him back to the White House. Because that's the famous thing. Secretary was it Stanton. Yeah, Stanton. Now he belongs to the ages, but he lasted for nine hours. Yeah. And that's... I guess Mary Todd Pitt being hysterical because he would twitch his eye bulged out. Yeah. Sorry, and she would nice. freak out, but he lasted. But people say that room is absolutely freaky there, and everything that where he just. They feel something in there. There's a vibe. Well, I don't know. And then there's all the, like the, especially around here, the uh, haunted places that people get vibes from, like the Valentown. I know we talked about this during Clowntober. Hmm. Yeah, but they proved that the Valentown was not haunted. 
Well, yeah, but that doesn't mean people aren't going to believe it. True. That's true. I mean, you have to remember mm-hmm. concepts of the afterlife anyways. You go back to the Aeneid and the thing about with the Greeks and everything, they believe you were there, but you really didn't do it in the Aeneid. Aeneas encounters and Achilles and everybody, and he gets the rest of the story from the Trojan War. And all you're doing, the afterlife is really, really boring. That's whatever. Who's just standing around doing nothing? They're like shades. Nah. And a lot of these, there's a lot of different views of the afterlife. Oh, a ton of them, because what, uh, Christians have their view of heaven and hell. Uh, Judaism doesn't believe in hell, but it does believe yeah, in heaven. I think, isn't it? I don't know. Um, the Vikings have Valhalla. Which, we kick the sword away. Yeah. That's why a lot of the things, they want to die with the sword in the hand, because otherwise you go down to the corpse ripper. Right. And everything hell. But if you can be in the great feasting hall forever, if you die in battle, but you have to hold on to your sword. The Greeks have the Elysian Fields, but if you don't put the coins over the eyes, Charon won't take you down the river Styx. You have to pay the toll. How do you know? How did they know this? They didn't know anything. That's just there's what a lot they of ideas of consciousness in those days where people believed, and there's a couple good books about it. The way consciousness developed, they couldn't tell the difference from their dreams. And they thought they saw the gods. Right. And it's supposed to be like, and it would be interesting to see how these myths come together because you go around the world, they're all around. Wasn't there a theory, or maybe it was just in a movie, The Oracle of Delphi, where they had this, where they had the oracle? There was like a natural gas vent. So they were constantly, like, seeing things because they are being oxygen-deprived. Not that, and also on Olympus, the gods lived up to you. You saw the big swirls. Yeah, where the, nobody else. nobody could go, but they would see the changing patterns of the weather. But so I was going to ask you, Susie, as we're going around about ghosts, haunted Valentine's, what, is your own, what are your own views on Valentine's Day? We've voiced ours. <laughs> yeah. It's a hallmark holiday. Yeah. To, to, you sound like to us. To spike sales. To make sure that, you know, people are buying and putting back into the uh, community. That's that's what I think it is. I personally think that if you're going to celebrate holiday, Valentine's Day, do it locally. Not, you know, think globally, but do it locally. You know, if you're going to go to a restaurant, don't go to Red Lobster or Applebee's. Go to, like, Good Luck or, or Rooney's or if you're really going to do something nice, you know. Or go to a diner, even. Personally, Don and I, we don't like to go out. I worked in the restaurant business all my life. I hate Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day was literally, to go back on that, when I washed dishes, we called it the Valentine's Day Massacre. Yeah. Because we were in there till around 4 in the morning, and it was just amazing. And my view is you have to you don't have to show it if you really care just because they tell you you have to. Well, that's the thing. Why why would if you got if two people have a good relationship, why would they have to wait for one day a year to show love? Exactly. Unless it's your one of your birthdays that day. Well, that you, mm-hmm. yeah, but that's a like little Liz's, different. Liz's birthday's on Valentine's Day. Oh yeah. Happy birthday, Happy Liz. Birthday, Liz. You know, but I mean, it, it doesn't make sense I if you're about that. And my dad, who may be here with us right now. His birthday was on Valentine's Day also. Happy birthday, Daddy. Happy birthday, Dad. So, see, there's a reason for that. Right. There's a reason for that. But, you know, if your relationship is that strong, why do you have to make all these social media posts? And No. I just make social media posts just to say them. I like, I, I'm a controversy girl, though, so I like to start, I, I I'm like more, to start shit. I'm more silly. I don't really use mine anymore. No, it's just too bad, but... In a way. But we have an active social media presence. 
yeah. on Instagram and the Twitter, even though you'll apparently see nobody funny, uses Twitter anymore. Yeah, you'll see some funny stuff coming up. Yeah, there's some interesting things coming up. But that was always the thing, though, in, like, high school, not even high school, before high school and grade school, oh. where they'd force you to send Valentine's I to people. And little yeah, card. you had to make the little basket and tape out of construction paper uh. and tape it to the front of your desk, and everybody walked by and put it in there. It's like, oh, this makes me feel special that everybody was mandated to give me one of these things. I didn't mind. I remember my mom didn't mind the chocolates, though. They go every time after Valentine's Day, and they load up on the stuff that was left over. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That's the it's best nice time to do it. Do. February 15th, chocolate sales at yeah, all Yeah, this is February 15th, some other kind of day. I don't even every know. Every day is some every kind day of day. day. Even though what it was, it's someday in April, I think April 5th, the day that they claim nothing important happened in history. That would be perfect. Because yeah. that was the idea, like, with the Trojan War and all that stuff, was that t- it took so long because they had to stop because of all the feast days and everything. Right. You know, you, your war could have been over in two weeks, but every other day was a goddamn feast of some god or some pers- or some patron from the uh, from their mythology and their, lo- and their lore. National Nothing Day is January 16th. <laughs> oh, January 16th. Okay. I thought it was in April for some reason. <laughs> Yeah, January 16th is the day they claim nothing really major happened in history. We'll have to try something. Right. But speaking on that, I'm going to tangent real quick. When we're driving, you see those signs, history happened here. Yeah. No shit. (laughs) Oh, there it is. Yeah, the most boring day ever. I was right, April 11th, 1954. It's pretty good. Apologies if your birthday was April 11th, 1954, but they say on that particular day, Nothing major happened. Try the, the day world. the world's gonna end. Well, April eleventh, nineteen fifty-four. It was the year that Roger Bannister broke the four-minute mile. Well, the year, but not that day. And food rationing came to an end. Oh well, that's a good thing. And oh, Ro- that year, okay, right. Yeah. yeah, that year, Roger Bannister broke the four-minute mile. But April eleventh, nineteen fifty-four. If I, everywhere I've read, they nobody can report anything interesting. But that's I the thing about Valentine's Day too. Honestly, now that I think about that, and you mentioned all this. I don't remember when. I wonder what's really started this. It, did, it couldn't have started. I wonder if the greeting card companies really started it. Be- There's a lot of conspiracy theories, but it does seem kind of. It seems a little too coincidental, don't you think? Because I don't know when it started. George Washington wasn't giving out Valentines. No, he was not giving out Valentines. Or any of that. So I have no General idea. General Sherman wasn't giving out Valentines, he was giving out ass beatings. I had my car window broken on uh, Valentine's Day in, back in 1986. Oh. oh, see, there you go. See, that that's pleasant memories of people being nice on Valentine's Day. Well, I don't think it's as raucous as some of the other days. <laughs> like Cinco de Mayo, the day that no American understands why they celebrate? No, but I don't think they well, really... I'm, but I'm not your typical American. Hmm? I have the sugar skull on my... Yeah, prove it. Did you pe- ever go to the Day of the Dead? I haven't. I want to go. That's one thing I'd like to go down there. Yeah, but Cinco de Mayo isn't Dia de los Muertos. No, Dia no, but I just brought, talked Muertos about Sugar is, Skull. Uh, yeah, thirty first midnight to and then uh, the first, first yeah. is All Saints Day. Yeah, but everybody, you know, people would say, "Oh, May fifth, it's Mexican Independence Day." No, it isn't. No, it isn't. It's Mexican Drinking Day, maybe. <laughs> no, yeah, it, it's, <laughs> it's, it's Mexican Drinking Day in the United States at good old Carlos O'Kelly's Irish Mexican Pub. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That that was a thing in Virginia. I had another thing. I had a friend of mine when I was a kid who claimed he had his little friend ghost at home. And he was very serious about it. He wasn't joking about but it. don't they say that children are more in tune with that stuff than mm-hmm. adults? So, you know, a kid talking to a quote-unquote imaginary friend, they might indeed be talking to some sort of spirit. Animals and kids. 
animals especially. And some people are more sensitive to it than others, I yeah. think. I mean, you either have it or not, yeah. I think. I'm not sensitive to anything. Oh, yes, you are. If they put fire on you, you'd be sensitive. Well, that's a little different. <laughs> I'm a sensitive. Fire bad! Yeah. Speaking of sensitives, I am a sensitive. But yeah, you said you've experienced... Everywhere I go, there's there's a ghost that over by the river at... Um, uh, that I've seen. Maybe I'm just tripping. I don't know. But there's a ghost. Every time we play at the dinosaur barbecue, I see this dude who looks like he has blonde hair. And he sits in a car. It doesn't matter what car it is, but he sits there and he just slowly turns his head and looks at me. I haven't seen him. So. And then looks away and then just, and then you blink your eye and the next moment he's gone. Well, think of the history up there and like oh, buildings and everything people else. people jump off the bridge, yeah. you know. Yeah. Probably on Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh. Right. oh, burn. That was bad. I'm and sorry. sad. That is sad. sad no, I'll take a lot. Keep a, now I'll be aware that I'll keep yeah, an Yeah, next time I'm down there, which I don't know when I'll be down there next. I think that it's because the library is definitely haunted. The Rundell library is definitely haunted. Well, yeah, that one. I think we talked to Teej about that one yeah. because the water running underneath it and the quartz, and they say mm-hmm. something that has some. Well, I love Teej, too. Yeah. Properties. She's in Lisbon. Yeah, she's she was supposed to be here today, but she's in Lisbon. But she will be back. For those of you who missed it, Teej Jenkins was on here previous. We were talking haunted road trip stuff, since that's her blog. Yeah, but awesome. she's got more stories. And she said she was flying all the way to Lisbon. I said, man, your arms are going to be tired. And <laughs> that happened. Yes. But then there's the other games. Like, even, like, I remember the game Candyland. <laughs> Where did that come from? That was it popped in my head for Valentine's Day oh, candy true. and candy everything life. else. All right, well, let's talk about Valentine's candy. Why are those goddamn hearts so disgusting? You think they are? I like them. Oh. See? They kind of remind me of dinner mints. They're like antacids without any of the antacid benefits. Well, you have your chocolate days. It's Valentine's Day, Easter. Right, Valentine's Day, Easter, Friday, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know, Jim. <laughs> July 13th, you know. But I wonder just how much the chocolate sales in this country spike on Valentine's Day. Probably that Halloween, probably. Oh, Halloween, definitely. I, would, I don't know about Christmas, because I know if you go to candy stores, though, chocolate I wouldn't say more have... chocolate. I would say more like cookies for, you know, like Thanksgiving. There's probably a spike in pie. Eh? I eat. That's horrible. But I wonder. It probably does. You probably look at it and go, okay, it's probably the idea again. Of after the holidays, restaurant business is slow, and you need something to spike it for. Well, I'm wondering that because it usually is near. It's still in winter, so and New Year's Eve is over, and you really don't have anything big, you know, restaurant wise until what St. Patrick's Day, depending on the restaurant. So maybe it's like something. I'm never going out to St. Patrick's. Well, no, but something right in the middle. Even though they never gave August a holiday. No, August is the one that doesn't really, except it's. August, I guess. Yeah, it's August. Emperor Augustus. Right. But it's just weird, though. I don't know. It's one of those days that gets me. It's like it's so fake and insincere. Well, and it's it's not just so fake, but it's shoved down your face. Or Pretentious. It's shoved down your throat. Like, oh, show people that you love them this Valentine's Day. I do. I show people that I love that I love them in pretty much every day. But it's just, I don't know. It just bothers me a little bit. You know, it's yeah. one of those things. Unless we got off for it, then it would be. But you never did get off. It wasn't one. It wasn't a holiday enough holiday to get a day off school. No. Did they make you like do those things in school too? Your 
sort of my age. All the time. I used to get this in high school. I used to get this one. Emil Hansen, I adore you, but you used to drive the living bats out of me. He would come by. He, I, you'd think that he had a crush on me. Um, he would give me hearts, roses. I'm like, we're not dating. What are you doing? Stop it. And he, you know, every Valentine's Day I get something from him. I'm like, dude, stop. Somebody sent me a carnation one time, an anonymous carnation. I still never found out who did it. That's sweet. I don't know. Well, and all these years later, it makes nobody ever came forward. And don't they say that the color of the carnation has a different meaning, like red is Well, one love. of the sad things, this goes back to Valentine's Day. We would have anonymous carnations in high school. And you would see some people, you knew they bought them for themselves. Oh, that's just... And you have to think that some, like these massive bouquets that come into... <laughs> Oh, no. Oh. Oh, so... I'm just playing. If I could go playing. back in time, I, I would. I'm so playing. I I'd send you some. No, I, I, um, like, like Club Zero Days, Valentine's Day every year, I would buy tons of candy and just give it out to people. Oh, good just, old Club Zero. Just because I felt like giving it out to people. You know, so like, it was, yeah, it was candy. Halloween Part 2. Oh, it was Club Zero. It was very... Club Zero was fun. Yeah. So. And that was on, for anybody who doesn't know, it was on St. Paul, wasn't it? Yep. And that was actually pretty cool there. One of my, my ex-roommate from Washington did a mini rock opera there the one time of our days in D.C. A mini rock opera? Yeah. <laughs> when we get, like, a hookup from New York, we'll have them on. Nice. But I thought that was, Club Zero was one of those places. I could see that would go over well. Well, I, I still, there's just a little bit in my craw about, it's like any really, it's the way society I think has changed. Maybe back in the, or maybe back in the day, Valentine's Day was a little less commercial and a little more, you know, meaningful, but now it's, you know, you can't turn on the TV or drive past anything without seeing Oh, you gotta buy your sweetheart a trip, or you gotta buy your sweet like nothing says I love you on Valentine's Day like a diamond. Oh gosh, the De Beers company—they're probably the ones who started it in the first place and made useless diamonds so expensive. That's the thing. Most of the diamonds that people are paying thousands and thousands of dollars for—they aren't worth anything. No, they're basically cubic zirconia. Yeah, what do they say? Seventy percent of the diamonds that are mined are used in industrial applications. And we've just assigned value to them because they're shiny. Give somebody a tomato plant, at least they can use it. Right. Give somebody... I saw seeds out already, so I thought of that. Oh, the place I usually go to is closed until March. I just saw seeds, actually. Where was it? The dollar store had seeds. Were they this yeah. year's or last year's? They're probably last year's or the years before. It's like, here, child, that. grow these persimmons. That'll make <laughs> you feel better. That would be perfect for Valentine's Day. Start giving out the seeds. Simmons. No, you start giving out pomegranate seeds because wasn't that the fruit of Aphrodite? Persephone. Well, right, yeah, but too. Aphrodite was the pomegranate. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, every... your fact checker is going to look. I'm. Oh, we don't do that. That's why we bring stuff on. I'm, I'm going to hold off wrong. that the that the well, that's goddess, the story about the underworld. Yeah, when Hades kidnapped Persephone. Yeah. To the underworld and lured her with a persimmon. It seems in this part of the country she's down in the underworld a long time. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you, I think the symbol or the fruit of Aphrodite was a pomegranate because either that or palm juice is lying when they put her in their commercial. 
I don't know. It was a dark, stormy night. Well, <laughs> and and then what happened? And then we turned on the lights, and it wasn't so dark. The end. And, Best story ever. And Maya, the winter storm, was coming to make sure that everybody was locked in their homes. <laughs> you know, one of the big things Great about thing. Valentine's Day in college was there was for me was I think it was about the time we had winter break. Oh. So literally, I remember it was like Valentine's Day. Wait, we have a week off. Yeah. That's true, because it usually was around, yeah, mid to late February. Because, I don't know, we had no school spirit for going to anything they had there. Like, so we weren't, like, at, oh, I don't know if Don did it, Fisher. Probably not, because he's... Seriously, does Don want to celebrate anything except yeah, for Easter? Easter? Easter. We got a, we got, we're going to do an Easter special, too. Well, the bunny might give us a bag like Santa did. Yeah. Santa thought we were bad, like, so he gave us a grab bag to answer questions. Yeah, to, and he to, skunked us on our gifts anyways. Yeah, to borrow from uh, one of the comedians I love, Jim Gaffigan, about Easter. It's like, oh, well, this is a holiday coming up. How do we celebrate it? How about eggs? What does it have well, to do with Jesus? It's okay, we'll everything. hide them. What? Go back to the pagan feasts. And everything. Oh, yeah, everything was based off the old pagan feasts. But did you watch Be My Valentine, Charlie Brown? Yes. Charlie Brown's an asshole. Why would I watch him? How did that go? Did he get a Valentine? Because I missed it this year. I no. actually did. I watch know it. he did get. I think he did get a Valentine. Wait, I don't know. Was it Lucy? I don't know. No, is no, it the little asshole. redheaded girl? Maybe. Patty oh no, the little. Red, what the hell was the little redheaded girl's name? She the, had a name. The little redheaded girl. No, but she had an actual name. Wasn't it like Stephanie or something. I don't know. I'm almost positive. We should be checking facts. That's why we do this random. No, we I'm just almost, show how much we don't know. No, I'm almost positive she had a name. It was like Stephanie. It was some plain name like Stephanie or Jessica. Or well, something. I mean, you have to talk about this because we've talked about it before. But definitely, like, if you want romance for Valentine's Day, Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh God. Oh my God! Don't make me puke. <laughs> no, but you tried, didn't you? What did I try? To like actually read it. Oh my God! It was horrible. I one of my clients gave it to me, and one of, on one of my operations that I had, because I have plenty. <laughs> I, I read it, and it was just like, "I love you, I love you too, I love you, I love you too." I'm like, "Oh my God!" So seriously, like I love you get too. Now let me hit you with this. Seriously, there's no dialogue. Now, can you horrible. imagine? You know, for for females. It's em- it's empowering, but if something like that was written for men, we'd be the worst scum on did the planet. Did you see earth. somebody reading it once? Wasn't it like, did you say you saw somebody at like an office or something reading it? Yes, that- all over, whenever we cleaned the windows uh, at the Times Square and building, didn't there that were shit like spin- five different women who have that book on their shelf. And then didn't and that like- shit spin off of Twilight fan fiction? Like the author was somebody that was really into Twilight? I have no idea. I this is boring really to me, care. thankfully. Well, Twilight's romantic for Valentine's Day as Vampires well. Vampires don't fucking sparkle. Shut up. I know. That, they don't. That, no. They disappear and dissipate, but they no. don't sparkle. Poof. No, that's It's no. like ghosts. It haunts. Oh, like, did you know that the Eastman uh, Dental is now an apartment building? No. No shit. Yep. And I've delivered groceries there, and it definitely feels creepy. It's creepy in that place. Well, there was a couple places I always felt uneasy. Yeah, there's a lot of... Spur you your think gym about, like, you a lot I mean, there is old, you could call it old Rochester here because there's the old buildings that have been around forever before the settlements and everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the, the, the old 
in my pickle factory. That place is kind of creepy, yeah. too. There's like a phantom in there, I guess, now, too. So. I've heard that. <laughs> so, <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, especially with older cities, like, you know, when you go down to New Orleans, they always talk about the haunted history because of all the horrifying things that happened there. Oh, with... my God. Those, those tours are so cool. It's the most haunted <laughs> city now, in America. That would be a great Valentine's well, Day Well, to gift. be fair, here's the thing. When we went, when I went to New Orleans, they're like, oh, we're going to go on a cemetery tour. Me and cousin Opie went to the uh, World War II Museum. Oh, cool. Yeah, that was much better. I actually saw Jamie Lee Curtis there, me, cousin Opie, and my friend Amanda. Nice. We saw Jamie Lee Curtis. We didn't know it was her until we realized, yeah, that's her daughter. Since we think these are haunted, too, you, how many cemeteries have you visited? Many different ones? Oh, my gosh. I have a great story about... Um, oh, please share. Um, uh, Saint... Well, I'm sorry, Mount Hope Cemetery. I was walking with the uh, the lust of my life uh, while attending U of R. We were walking through the cemetery, and dude, we were walking, and I look over, and there I was like, "Hey, Paul, check out that dude standing over that grave." And he's like, "Yeah, let's just keep walking." And like, then I was like, "Yeah, that guy's got red glowing eyes." And the uh, this this tall figure is standing over a grave, and I was like, "I bet you that's like some type of spirit, like totally messing with somebody who's dead." And just, is it the spirit version of pissing on their grave? Probably. Would you know. walk through there at night? We did. We walked through there at night. We used to walk through there at night. I used to live right next to. I used did to you ever see find the bat nest? There's a story. There's yeah, a, is that there's a huge, a huge bat's nest. We went to U of R, too. When I was at U of R. Yeah. And there's a big story. There's a huge bat's nest in there somewhere. Yeah, when I, the, probably over closer to where the dorms are, huh? I, I, I don't know. I've when heard I it's was, in the middle. When I was there, I never saw it. I and uh, we had, uh, the, my fifth year, my dorm room overlooked the cemetery. But during the day, I was walking, you know, I'd always cut through the cemetery. And, you know, going home, I walked through this one part where there's you know like where the entrance is i there where there's like this little pond looks like and i looked over i don't know if it was my imagination but it looked like there was a carousel and there was people in like 18th 18th century you know garb you know dancing in these big giant dresses and they all had hats and parasols like it was a big giant picnic but it it was real to me. I was 16 at the time. That's before well, I, I had my Winona drugs. from Beetlejuice phase where I used to hang around <laughs> in cemeteries, and I thought it was very calming and peaceful. Oh, and I love the history. And I was actually at Highgate Cemetery in London. That's where mm. Dracula, you're familiar with that. Mm -hmm. And also I was at the cemetery in Rhode Island where Mercy Brownsbury, the only American vampire. I used to hang out at Oakland Cemetery, which actually looks over. It's on a big hill, and it looks over the, the city. And, of course, the... Um, the New Orleans cemeteries; those are really cool. Yeah, I was going to say those Still are. Never been there. We went. I've seen like them. I, I walked by them. But... Did you ever go to Anne Rice's Halloween parties? There, she had them. No. Anybody could go. I know people here. I've gone to them. She would sacrifice a watermelon. <laughs> no, anybody. I don't think she did because she became a real born again or whatever. Yeah. But she, yeah, used to, she. They were open to anybody who wanted to go to them too. That would be a very good Valentine's well, no, Day thing. No, now, for you, okay, I know for romance, let's introduce for a second. What would be, okay, let's make Valentine's Day real fun. What would be your romantic destination for it? Paris. Chocolate mm. eclairs in Paris, actually. No, for the catacombs. Not a chocolate eclairs trump the catacombs. They have enough of those, your stomach could go. 
No, nah, because you can get chocolate eclairs anywhere. They're different, though. They're in Paris. Oh, yeah, just like beignets. Oh, they're different than other fried dough because they're in New Orleans. Yeah, hey, I that, like that, them so Yeah, that's worth a 45-minute wait. Cafe au lait, Come at beignets, me. Come absolutely. at me, New Orleans. That's right, baby. Oh, there's so many places. Extra powdered sugar over the top now. Make sure that they're... Just you like you serve them, no. One place I would avoid is the House of the Devil there, though, because there's a house in New Orleans. It sounded like the animal song. For no, a Actually, say, it's not. No, Dylan's done it. It's an old folk song, House of the yeah. Rising Sun. But there's a house there. Supposedly the devil was there, and he killed somebody horribly. Uh, wasn't that in one of those plantations? Yeah, that was one of the old plantation houses. But there's all wasn't this... that the one with the basement where they used to yeah. lock the slaves under? Yeah, oh, yeah. The... Yeah, I read about that. And then the family somehow escaped and ran to a. But I like their family. They were they were massacred by by slaves. Yeah. The and I think that had something to do with voodoo. Oh, uh, Marie, what was her name? Marie Laveau. Marie Laveau. Mar- Mar- Laveau. Marie, yeah, she, actually, that was that was what it was. Yeah, That's Marie right. Laveau. We hosted the one show with an honest pool power we were on there. We were trying to find her when we were down there. Yeah, Marie <laughs> Laveau's house of voodoo. I've been there. <laughs> but the whole city, I love it. It's a piece. Of, I've always called it a piece of Europe in America. Yeah, definitely. The only problem I have with New Orleans. I'm sorry, it fucking stinks. Like, it smells it, like a dirty bar. The other yeah. thing about it, I would say, I called it the American Quebec. I haven't well, been that, to Quebec yet. I love Quebec. I, I've never been to Quebec. Hey, but that would be a place, say. you know what, that would be a place to go to for Valentine's <coughs> Day if you really, like, mm. gave a damn about it. Because they probably don't give Because I think only, like, six countries bother with this charade. It's not a huge holiday. It really isn't. Your Mongolian sheep herder does not care. My no. Mongolian sheep herder definitely could care you less. You leave Lopsang out of this. Hey, I'm Mongolian. Or I Tibet, can say that. Or Tibetan, I should say. Lopsang is a Tibetan name, not a Mongolian name. I can say Mongolian because I am Mongolian. Oh, that's awesome. That's a country that fascinates me because it's just so sort of where it is. You don't hear a lot about yeah. it. They have a very big ghost history. I think a really? lot of those. Eastern, yeah, we have to do like a whole episode. I think a lot of those e- Eastern countries. countries really do have very strong Japan ghosts. Japan, especially. Well, my grandmother and my mom both told me that uh, we have shaman blood. So, you know, I, I could see that. Maybe that's why I see ghosts and spirits could very because well of be. the shaman blood that we have in our, running through our veins. My ancestors were laborers and coal miners. That's awesome. Not really. <laughs> we accomplished not much. We came to this country and have been digging coal. Hey. That would be a thing for Valentine's Day. Look up your lineage, see if you had any, like, Don Juans or anything. No, or... I mean, we're literally, my, my father's half was uh, Slovak back in the days of the Austro-Hungarian Empire. But we were Slovaks, and then he came, the old the the one that came, Giannis came over, and I think he worked in the coal mines See, I think in Western proves, Pennsylvania. This proves the point about Valentine's Day too. Where other holidays we can focus on the holidays, but here we're all over the map. Because what the hell can you say about Valentine's well, Day? What's the thing? Are Slovaks kind of like Movox or whatever it was from the, the time machine. No, well, no, they're no, like fastbox. The, the polar, but the polar opposites of uh, the fastbox. The fastbox. Actually, I'll, we'll talk later. I've been Doctor Who and like crazy the past couple of weeks. Speaking of which, thank you very much for that card. <laughs> oh, yeah. But the other thing I was going to say, you have some gigs coming up, don't yeah, you? plug your gig time. Have a gig uh, March 7th, I think. I'll tell 8th, you. I think. Uh, I'll tell you right now. Exactly 9th, I think. No, I think it's 8th. 
Uh, I do. I write stuff on my calendar. I don't know. I'm just throwing. No eighth. I just don't want to sit here like a schmuck, so I wanted to throw out a, a date and help it's out. March it's in 7th, March. March seventh at Dinosaur Barbecue. March seventh, Dinosaur Barbecue. March thirteenth at Anonymous Willpower, featuring our brand new dancers. Ooh. The dancers from the Isotopes Where is it have it's joined. It, where Anonymous is it at? You said Adam on an, an Anonymous Willpower. It's at a place, is it? It's, What's that? Where is it on the 13th? Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Record Archive. Oh, okay, because you said they had Anonymous Willpower. Yeah. Gonna... <laughs> I was like, where's Anonymous Willpower? And then we will be playing on the 30th at Tudor Lounge in Buffalo. I've been there many times. That's just a place I have to say you can park well there. Yeah. Which is shocking for you can Buffalo. You can actually park. But the thing about Archive, if you've never seen the stage there, it's one of the stages that you could play in the shadow of a dinosaur bones and over a chandelier. Mm. And we're also doing a fundraiser for the homeless at... It's Stetson Street. They're, they're having a, uh, a fundraiser of 20 different bands that are going to be playing. So you're going to be very busy in March. Uh, well, it's, this is April 7th, but yeah, pretty Close busy enough. in March. Busy enough for us because our players all yeah. play in other Social bands. And, and where can know. people find you? We'll www.anonymouswillpower.net, Anonymous Willpower, uh, Facebook slash Anonymous Willpower, um, Facebook.com slash Susie.net. Willpower or Susie Willpower, I don't know. Um, those are the main places to go to. We're also on Bandcamp. We're on iTunes. We are on Spotify. And you're working on new stuff, too. We are. We're coming up with a new CD. I have no clue what we're going to call I came up with a name, but I forgot. So I <coughs> It'll come to you. Like a ghost in the night that appears three minutes into the podcast. It'll come to you. <laughs> I don't know. Well, shall we? Speaking of which, I'm out of here, guys. Yeah, because she's got to go. But you have to introduce, we're going to oh, play yeah. one of your songs for the interview. Damn. And you're the singer and the artist. You can introduce it. I don't well, want actually, to. Well, actually, I wrote the song. So yes. Don, it, Don helped. Uh, actually, we wrote it together. I'm not going to lie. Well, was it a Valentine's uh, Day thing? It, sort of. We thought it, it really would It really actually was. We Call watched, back. <laughs> we watched uh, Melancholia together. And I was like, let's watch Melancholia. Because, you know, anything that has to do with sci-fi or fiction. End of the world. Like end of the world stuff. I'm all about death. It's so cool. It's and not the end. No, unfortunately. The tooth is out there. It is. <laughs> Especially this one. <laughs> oh. Oy. Oh. <laughs> Pointed to a missing tooth, by the way. Yeah. Um... Let's see. Uh, we watched it. Kirsten Dunst was this melancholy woman, and I can't. I thought that it was so beautiful at the end, the way the planet came and just, just eradicated everybody, and the family got together. Yeah, this planet came and smashed the living shit out of everything. And a song started going through my head, and I thought, what would it be like if we all died together at the same time? How would we react? What would be the last thing? anyone would do and I was like we'd be holding hands making love so that's what that's excellent so stay tuned after for melancholia by anonymous willpower play it for your sweetheart on valentine's day this coming thursday and this episode brought to you by Upsitnik and Associates Law Offices that's a good segue to valentine's day and happy fucking love stuff there's here's a plug for a lawyer Supporting or helping you, the people from Alaska to the Supreme Court, 40 plus years. UpsitniksLaw.com, Upsitnik and Associates on Facebook. Plugs out of the way. Anybody else have anything? Yeah, before I hate we Valentine's go- Day. I'm never going to do anything, but I will be at the Owl House, but on the 13th. Oh, nice. We oh. were thinking about going to the Owl House. Actually, in Melancholy, I wrote it in French. 
Oh, really? And then translated it into English. Excellent. So anything you want to say, you could be my Valentine. I don't, I'm cheap. I don't drink anymore. Be my Valentine. <laughs> be my Valentine. And that's it. No. No Valentines for anybody. And on that note, happy Valentine's Day, and we'll see you next time.
to me.